Hi everybody, it's me, Ryan Moffitt from ROTM Radio. Just wanted to take a moment to let you know that you can download ROTM Radio via the Podbean app, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and many, many more. If you cannot find ROTM Radio via your favorite listening podcast app, just go ahead and pull the RSS feed off of ROTMRadio.com. Rest in peace, Dustin. It was fun. ROTM family, it appears that we are having some technical difficulties with our uh, co-host, Dustin. Um, I just want to say I hope that you've enjoyed your uh, Ryan free and... Uh, subsequently profanity-free podcast. You know, this was all Josh's idea. And I'll leave it at that. You know, this was Josh's idea. (laughs) If anyone is listening, that's for Josh. If anyone is listening to this by now, we like we should give you like ten dollars or something. Oh my god! <laughs> this whole we episode just, was we an just cost the. If this is the one episode where like ten people made it to the end, it's like crap. We owe people a hundred dollars. We're not really yeah, giving yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> ROTM Radio does, is not giving money out to people for listening to the podcast. Disclaimer. Yeah. Dustin is just speaking yeah. out of turn. Um, <laughs> which is funny um, because it's like... <laughs> how, how many just different ways we went with that. I love it, though. It's so us. It's so our conversation. I did, too. That was yeah. fun. See, if this is what every show was, I would I would have no problem because I love this is why I wanted to do the show with you guys. I just wanted to have these conversations. Did you stop your shit? Oh, no, but it's fine. Okay. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to ROTM Radio, the Zach and Dustin podcast. How's everyone doing out there today? All right, but we got one fan out there. Good, glad to hear it. And, uh, well, today you're here with me, your host, Zach, and uh, a beautiful man on the other end of this line. How about you introduce yourself there? Mm, a beautiful man. I appreciate that, Zach. 
You you are not too shabby yourself. This is this is the Thank GQ co- podcast, uh, <laughs> the almost GQ podcast. Uh, I'm Dustin Griffith, and um, it's good to good to talk to you, Zach. Good to talk to you too, Dustin. We're gonna be uh, having ourselves a good old time. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to thank our sponsors. Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self development books. Every month, members get one free credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from the monthly selection and access to all daily news digests such as the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post. You can download these titles and listen offline, anytime, and anywhere. The app is free and it can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. You can listen across devices without losing your spot and I can assure you that is the most important part of this ad read. And if you can't decide what to listen to, Don't worry, you can keep your credits for up to one year and use them to binge on a whole series if you'd like. Now let me tell you something, that's all good news, but let me give you better news. If you head on over right now to www.audibletrial.com backslash ROTM radio, you'll not only get your free book for this month, but you can also get a free month of Audible on us here at ROTM Radio. And let's face it, we're about to read The Fall of Reach from the Halo series, and why wouldn't you want to go over right now and pick that up and start reading? We all know you do. So go ahead, go on over right now to www.audibletrial.com backslash ROTM Radio. So, uh, the first thing that I think we need to go over today. It's going to be a little bit of a change of pace, change of topic. We're just going to kind of ramble on for a little bit, see where it takes us. I like this. uh, Yeah, uh, I want to start at um, the NFL, the National Football League, where some amazing games took place. Um, Really one that I only care about, and that is the – Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons. Where uh I don't know have have you followed the NFL recently? So actually, yes. So this year um I actually have I, I'm in a fantasy basketball league and if if those of you I don't know uh I don't know like you said the one listener out there. If the one listener knows, I am a basketball I don't want to say guru, but like, um, I guess the right word would be I'm a basketball fanatic. Fanatic. There you go. I'm a basketball <laughs> fanatic. Um, I'm the one that knows every player on every team. Um, and that's mainly because I am in a fantasy league that, um, I always, I always say like we make the, the show, the league, the the guys on there we make them look like they don't care about their sports they don't care about football we are ridiculously insane well um 
I mean, that has been insightful. Uh, so what, what do you <laughs> so think about the uh, NFL? Well, so <laughs> I, I know I'm taking the long road to get there. But so I, I've always been a Titans fan. And being a Titans fan, there's been literally almost no reason to be a fan of football for the last few years. Um, that changed a little bit last year. And um, on top of that, my fantasy league decided to give football fantasy a, a try. And so since football fantasy, I have be- I have started watching games. This year, I've probably watched more football than I have in 15 years. Um, of course, I've watched a lot of Titans games, but um, I've watched some. Today, honestly, while the... The Bears Falcons game was going on. I was watching the Titans game, so I, um, unfortunately, <laughs> and I'll just say for the listener, I did not. I don't know. I didn't know the questions coming on to the podcast, so, or I would have looked up the game and and saw what happened. Um, oh no, it's it's fantastic. It's what I'm here for. I knew. I, I I can't wait for you to tell me. I know the Bears won because in my fantasy league chat we have a huge Falcons fan. And we have a huge Bears fan. And they were just, like, my phone was blowing up. And I'm like, guys, I'm trying to watch the only game that matters, which was the Titans game, that we won by one point. Um, We've won three games, all three games by under three points. And they've all been like, we should have won by 10 or uh, 17, but we have stupid penalties or you know, miss field goals or whatever to bring us back. So all of that to say, I have been paying attention this year. I have did not pay attention to the Falcons bears game today. So enlighten me, um, what happened in that game? I do know Julio Jones did not play or was not going to play. I do know that. Yeah. I, I heard yeah. a lot of that in the chat. <laughs> yeah. About <laughs> not having him in and, you know, I drafted him. My yeah. second overall, he's already out. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh well. So, see, I have, I had Saquon Barkley as my number one pick in the draft. Ooh. Um, I, I had the second pick overall, and I actually the guy that picked first. I thought he was going to take. He he's a uh, he just all year talked about how he couldn't wait to take um, Lamar Jackson first, and I was I was super excited because I'm like. Great, you clearly don't know fantasy football because you're taking a quarterback, <laughs> quarterback number one, which quarterbacks you know score the most points, but there's so many of them that you want to take a running back or a receiver first because there's a lot less of them. And yeah. but he ended up drafting McCaffrey, which was who I wanted, and so I took Barkley second, and he's done for the year. So, <laughs> yeah, in um, a game. Against the Bears, yep. towards ACL. I, yep. That was yep. very unfortunate. Yeah, it, um, he wasn't really doing anything in the game anyway, so you guys could have let him like walk. But yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, I, he, I will say that the torn ACL might have been unnecessary. Yeah, uh, you guys, it was it was bad. I, like I didn't, I didn't have a rooting interest in the game. I just wanted Barkley to get me some fantasy points and. He had up at that like the point he went out. He had I think six. So, and it was later in the game. It was third or fourth quarter. So, uh, it didn't look like their line 
the, the the Giants line are terrible. But anyway, let I digress. Let's get tell me what happened in the Bears game today. Because, like I said, I heard a lot of chatter about it, so I I'm excited to see or hear. Sure. Um, it was a pretty. I wouldn't say it was an abysmal start. Um, as you know, uh, Trubisky started this game, and he's always been very up and down. Um, I was gonna. I was gonna ask you: Are you a uh, a Trubisky fan? Are Are you and Mister Mitch on good terms as a fan? I I'm someone who wanted him to succeed because. He's a bear. <laughs> well, well, he yeah, and his and his like want to improve and to get better, like his work ethic, his yeah, like all off season, it was just constantly like him, just articles about him doing things to really try to improve his game, and it, it just sucks because he, um. You know, he, he can make some good throws, but he's just so inconsistent all the time. And it, you know, for every good throw, there's another bad throw, if not, you know, two bad throws. Um, right. And, 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 it's, and it's just unfortunate because, you know, I kind of feel for the guy. But when you, you know, you bring in a guy like Nick Foles, who is, you know, he's good, has hot streaks. Um, Won you know, a but Super Bowl. It, but is, yeah, overall probably above average for QBs. You know, maybe probably would probably deserves to be a starter. Um, I would say I think I don't think he got a fair shot in Jacksonville because uh, I mean let's face it, the Jags are just haven't been that great of a team. Right. And um, and I mean like it was his first time there. Like he just didn't really he didn't really have that much time to mesh, and then he gets injured. You know? Right, and then they try to bring him back for a small amount of time, and then uh, they're like, "Oh, well, it's just not working out." You know, he's he's not making amazing throws right off his injury. Uh, put back Minshew, which Minshew, I mean, he was doing, you know, he he was streaking there, and you know, it was Minshew mania. But I digress. Right, and and again, so this is gonna. Be- is going to be the world's worst NFL podcast because my lack of knowledge here in the recent history. But I would think, is it, I mean, Foles, again, going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, even though he's, you know, he's considered one of your game manager type quarterbacks. He's not like your Tom Brady or Drew Brees or, you know, Aaron Rodgers. But like, at the same time, I think just that, like, I think if I was a Bears fan, I would want Foles in there anyway. I mean, I get the whole, like, you know, homegrown hero, but, I mean, Foles at least has that track record, and he's done it, and, you know, took a team that I, that Eagles team, I did not think, I I could not believe that they won that Super Bowl. Um, Ah, yes. Like, I was very, like, and I had this thing going on, and, and, I, and I'm not joking. I, I, like I said, I've, it's only been the last two years that I've been into 
into the whole league of football. Um, like where I'm kind of paying attention to who's who and kind of getting my wits about me fantasy wise. Um, but I have always watched kind of the playoffs and I, and the way it's been for me is that I would pick a team and then in that, when I'd pick that team, they always lost in the playoffs. And I'm telling you in every round, I would pick a team to root for because the Titans were never in there. So I'd pick a team to root for and they always lost. And that went on. And of course, anybody that played against Brady in a Super Bowl, I picked. <laughs> um, and I had a terrible, like, honestly, I had not won a playoff game, like, in my rooting for a team since the Seahawks back when they won. Um, I can't remember what year that was, but I mean, it's been five, six years. It was years. 2015, I believe, yeah. against the Broncos. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was literally the last game I had cheered for a team and they won. And again, I don't have a rooting interest in these teams. I just, I, as a Titans fan, I definitely needed a playoff team to root for if I was going to watch the game. Well, that that was the first time that it was like, oh my gosh, a team won, and it was against Brady, which from if anyone that knows me, um, I mean he's probably a great if guy. If it wasn't Eli Manning, you know, then Brady right. was winning, <laughs> right? <laughs> And and it and I am uh, you know uh, he's probably a great guy and if I met him in person I probably wouldn't punch him in the face or anything probably because he'd beat me up afterwards but when it comes to sports hatred there's no one there's no one on earth I hate more than Tom Brady <laughs> and so um, so yeah when they when they beat Brady I was very I was very happy so anyway to me because Foles did that. He just holds a, a high place in my heart, and so. So, uh, how do you feel about Brady now, though? Now that he's on the Buccaneers, any change? Oh, I'm definitely. You know? So this one was made easy for me because you know, like, it's actually funny. Um, if you think about, like, if you think about the, um, like, the Packers back in the day with Brett Favre. I was somebody who, um, I was somebody that, like, I hated Brett Favre back in those days. See, I've always been kind of a running quarterback guy as a, initially a Steve McNair guy and, and you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so, and like, I, I definitely, when Favre played, uh, the Broncos, I was, I was cheering for Brett Favre. Or I'm sorry, I was cheering for the Broncos. I, I like Terrell Davis and all that. Well, because of that, I had a, a just a, a dislike for Brett Favre for some reason. I was too young. I wasn't really a football fan. I just I knew I just didn't like him. And then when he went to the Vikings, like I actually cheered for him against the Packers, and I I rooted against the Packers because of him. But then when he played against him. I hated the Packers so much because of him that I rooted for him against the Packers. So I was worried that that would happen with Brady. I I was really worried, but Cam Newton has always been, of course, one of my favorites. And so... Um, Ooh, that's got to be conflicting seeing him in that, well, in that jersey. Well, but see, again, here's the thing. 
I I wasn't as much of an anti. So see, there's anti Patriots guys, then there's anti Belichick guys, and then there's anti Brady guys. I'm an anti Brady guy. I've never had a problem. I like I loved all the members of their team for years. I loved I loved when Randy Moss played with them. He's one of my favorite receivers. I loved um, I loved Mike Rabel, who's now my coach. I loved you know Teddy Bruschi, like all those guys that was that Patriot team. I loved all those guys growing up, but I just hate Brady. I just hate Brady. And I think it was mainly because I liked, as much as he was a rival, I liked Manning as a quarterback better. And, you know, I always say with, like, LeBron James, I can make an argument that LeBron is not the greatest basketball player of all time. It's close, and I don't need... We don't have to start that unless you wanted to start that. But, uh... Or have that discussion, but... Uh, I might have to prepare myself for that one. (laughs) Because I'm totally on your side. Right. And I... And and for all the listeners out there that have an opinion on that, I I am the one Jordan... Pro-Jordan guy that will never use the term six rings. Because I don't think that rings are a valid argument. But that's for another time. Um, but what I will say is that w- at least with LeBron, I can say, like as much as I root against him, I can say I like Jordan. Like Jordan was better. With Brady, the fact that I can't argue that there's a, been a better quarterback, because I, I, I just think he's the best that's ever done it, makes me dislike him even more. <laughs> Like, I can't, I, I don't like you as a player. And I have, like, but I I have to accept that you're the best. And really, my dislike for him came from, I mean, you got to think about this. The Titans back in the early 2000s were just, you know, from 99 when they went to the Super Bowl to about 2004, 2005. They were a great team. Just a great team. And then all of the sudden... Brady comes in and and in that time they they were right there in fact so there was a while there was like a three-year stretch where they were the most winning like over three years they won more games than anybody and they were cl- the close second was Brady but in the playoffs Brady beat us like three years in a row so since then I I've just hated him because he's he beat me three years in a row and but then when he's still beating everybody 20 years later, it just got worse and worse. My hatred, my disdain, <laughs> and then the fact that when all the pro-Brady people will be like, well, you can't argue he's the greatest of all time. And when my answer is, you're right, it makes me even more angry. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all that being said, I'm definitely pro if if when they play each other later this year, I will be rooting for the Patriots and Cam. Cam. Yeah, well, they're the they're probably not going to win. So sorry about that. The Patriots. Yeah. Oh, I I beg to differ, man. Yeah. He has not looked good at all. No, no, he's he's been doing well. You know, he threw he threw a couple of bad interceptions, but other than that, I mean, he's been he's been throwing all right. Well, 
the Did team. Did you see this most I'm, recent game? He has, but the team. No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not watching yeah. him play football. What are you talking about? I'm telling you. <laughs> watch out no i i mean so, I, I think their team should be good it really should they he this is the most weapons the the most offensive weapons i should say he's had in a long time um despite the fact that his coach doesn't want to throw the ball to gronk but you know despite that he still has more weapons gronk is there if he wants him to if he wants to throw it to him but yeah and Look, it's it's going to happen, all right? Tom Brady's probably going to win the Super Bowl If on, no, stop. on the NFC side. Stop. I'm he is you, not beating give Mahomes. Give him a couple more weeks to really mesh this together. You know, Mahomes is going to put up a good fight, but, you know, he's not. No. He only beat Brady last year because – that team was so broken down by the time they got to the to their spot. Well, this is what worries me. This is what worries me with your prediction here. I think you may have a case because I really think that as much as the Titans last year were such a I mean, you got to think about it that I we ended Brady's tenure with the um with the Patriots, which to me was like I didn't need we could have we could have gotten blown out by Baltimore by like 70 points and I would not have cared. Like my in fact I was really if if you would have retired I probably wouldn't have ever watched I I I think I would have like I'd have been like no that's the best it's ever going to get. Like that I I don't need to watch football anymore. Watching Brady lose and be retired by my team all these years later, um, that was, you know, for me was the was just the pinnacle. Um, now he had to ruin that a little bit for me and come back, but at least he's not on the Patriots anymore. I digress. I I think us beating Baltimore when we should not have beat Baltimore last year. And especially beating them with the run, which I thought was hilarious, that Henry outran all of their running threats. Um, I really, I, I loved it too. It was nice seeing the the underdog Titans just getting hot through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I thought I I, I just didn't think we were going to win. And when we won that game, I really am. If I had to predict a team this year in the AFC, I think that the Ravens, if they stay healthy, will – I think they may – and this just may be a – They sport. may get popped off in the first round again? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm picking them to, be, to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. I think that they will – they will – it will be them in Kansas City, and I think – this is how this always goes. The team, you know, like Mahomes wins one and then the next year gets beat by the team by, you know, Lamar. And then they go back and the next year, the year after that, Mahomes wins again. Like, you know, it's just the way it works. It's like, it's kind of like Magic Bird, you know, just kind of back and forth. Um, and And so I think, at least with going to the Super Bowl, I think that... 
I'm going to pick, I'm picking Baltimore to represent the AFC this year. And it's going to be kind of a fluke and it's going to put a fire under Mahomes. And then he's going to end up winning like three in a row. But I think this will be the, like, I just think that everything's riding, everything's going good for the, for the Chiefs. And I think Lamar is going to upset him this year. So you can, you can lock that away. Lock I'll it say in. that that's uh, quite the hot take. Um, all I'm, all I'm going to say, all right, is that the Bears will be meeting whoever you know c- comes out of that. Uh, <laughs> I I love Baltimore, that Kansas I love City. that you just said that after saying that Brady's going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, no. Well, that that's one of two scenarios. <laughs> It would be because that's the thing is that if the Bears don't go, if they're just completely out of it, then it would be, then it would be Brady. Well, so. I'm telling you, you got the right quarterback <laughs> now. So, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of that, though, um, the Atlanta Falcons, who just, I don't know, I, I, I don't know what it is that they just. Uh, let let leads go. I don't know. Just can't finish out the last part of a game. Um, it's it's incredible. I mean, they're inc- extremely talented on offense, right? And we're leading by sixteen points. I think was their highest lead, and that was twenty six to ten going into the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Bears went and scored 20 in the fourth. Right. Um, and the Falcons scored zero. Beat them 30 to 26. And just and, – and keep in mind this was uh, with nine minutes left in the third. Um, Trubisky getting benched in favor of Nick Foles after a pretty horrific interception. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there may have been a – you know, a way to explain away why it wasn't as bad as it looked, but the the fact of the matter is, is that he pretty much just threw it to a defender. Yeah, um, like uh, he was in front of Graham, and I, it's like I I don't know if he just didn't see that he was in front of Graham or right next to Graham, and easy to you know easily available to just jump in front of it, but I, he didn't see him threw it right at Graham, and he and. As soon as he threw it, he was just—he was pretty much the receiver at that point. The the Falcons defender, right? Chased him down and tackled him. So I guess, you know, I guess it wasn't a pick six. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, and then as soon as he gets benched, yeah, Foles throws. He 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 throws for three TDs, one interception that arguably should have been a TD. Um, if. I believe it was Allen Robinson that should have held on to that ball. I'm not sure. It can be disputed, whatever. It wasn't a terrible interception, though. Um, and he, yeah, he, he threw for more yards, more touchdowns, um, and the same amount of interceptions as Trubisky did. So mm-hmm. that was, uh, it was kind of sad just because uh, it would keep, it would keep flashing to Trubisky on the sideline, yeah. you know, every commercial break and just like, him just broken and I mean obviously upset. I mean it just it sucks to have that happen. Right. 
but we won. Right. No, I I, under, I understand. I mean, that's it, it's. I mean, that's pretty much what happened last year with us with Tannehill. I mean, it was just one of those like, you know, there was a time where Mariota. Oh, Mariota. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that was sad. Both him and Winston. Right. That they because they came in together, I believe, and mm-hmm. both of them just. Uh, Speaking of Winston, have you seen the 30 for 30? No, for I haven't. Because <laughs> he had 30 TDs and 30 interceptions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. But, you oh, know, what's, 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 I remember last year I, I drafted, um, I drafted Breeze as my number one quarterback, um, last year. And then, um, then I Winston was my backup, and I just remember getting like I remember you know Breeze gets hurt, and then it was like, um, I have to play Winston, and it was just kind of one of those things. It was kind of funny because it was like everybody was saying Winston was supposed to be, um like the greatest quarterback that like he was coming in that year and he was just going to be dominant and all this stuff. I just remember like, it was just so funny because I would look up and I would see his, his touchdown. Like I would see his stats and I'd be like, why does he not have like, why doesn't he have me a 40? And it was because of all the interceptions. Like, he would negate everything he did good <laughs> with interceptions. Yep. That's a that's 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 sad. And it's and the it sad was truth. and I was like I said, I'd look at his stats and I'd be like, why in the world you know, and it's again, like I, I'm a huge basketball fan, and so I mean it would be it would honestly be like, you know, having Chris Paul and you know, he has you know, 25 points and 15 assists, and yet he only gets you a 20. And you're like, why? And you go, and he had 15 turnovers. It's like, what? <laughs> what? Like, Chris Paul doesn't do that. No, he, he doesn't do that. That that was a bad example. I should I should say Russell Westbrook, but I don't want to pile it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a rough series, huh? Oh, it was beautiful. If they're so, the the Rockets are my Tom Brady of, of basketball. So, I I also I'll say this. So like Brady is my least favorite sports player. Period. My absolutely least favorite sports city is Houston. So, oof. I'm I just I root against Houston no matter what. No matter what sport, I'm cool with that. And and I have I have different reasons. So if you're a Houston fan out there, I'm sorry. Um, all three of your major sports teams have done things to me that have made me root against them. And then uh, we have a mutual friend, Jacob Dunning, who's a he's a Houston everything, and uh, he roots against my teams. I root against his teams. And uh, he says LeBron's better than Jordan, so therefore I have to continue to root against his teams. But um, 
we we definitely I I have individual reasons as to why I cheer against each the Astros, the Rockets, and the Texans. But because I cheer against them all, I've just decided that I'm just anti Houston sports. So sorry, Houston. All right. If you're out there. Yeah, I and and I get it. Uh you know, it was interesting. Harden actually played well. Um compared to every other time that he's been in the playoffs. Right. Well, you know, isn't that strange? I, you know, to me it's just hard when you're like that team is so set up. I like I'm as much as I cannot stand Harden. I really it's really weird to me. I I feel like well, no. I I will say this. Harden Harden is just as much to blame because he, if he doesn't have the ball, he just stands there. You know, unlike a Curry <laughs> who will actually get off the ball and run and, 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 you know, find open gaps and, and, you know, space the floor. Harden does just stand like if, you know, once he passes the ball, he's just out of the play now. Um, which. <laughs> You know, so that's part of it. But I just think that that offense, what they run, is so. Um, it's I. I just I think it's hard. Like it's a. It is a live and die by it. And I think in a seven game series, the right team, and you're gonna die by it. You know, I. I think he. They have to luck out. You know, to, to, win that way. I mean, I and I actually. I like Mike D'Antoni. I feel like he is he really got a bad shake in New York. I'm and really got a bad shake in LA. Um he I mean in LA it was like, "Hey, we want Phil Jackson again. Phil Jackson wants to come here and then you choose D'Antoni over Phil Jackson." So they the Laker fans just were going to hate anybody that wasn't Phil Jackson at that point. And so I felt like they really gave him a hard time. And I think he's done a great job with the Rockets. But you just, if you can't rebound the ball, you better make all of your three-point shots. I mean, you just have to. And, I mean, they admitted to the fact that they just, they've decided not to worry about rebounding. Died by the three. Yeah. And uh problem is, is you, <laughs> Lakers are just a good, if you have a, an athletic, good defensive team, then, I mean, you're pretty much, you, you better do it. You better, you know, you better, you better make your shots. Well, on that note, um, uh, any, any, uh, any, um, opinions on the newly appointed, uh, Supreme court or rather, um, nominated, um, Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett. Nope. This is all right. This is where good deal. Um, you know, tr- treat us well, uh, Justice Amy. Did so? Somebody died, right? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and that's the away. yeah, that's the one that everybody was really was. Just worried about dying because <laughs> she was really old. Was 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 did she just die of old age or was she sick? 
Oh yeah, a little bit of both. Okay. I think she was like eighty-eight or something. Yeah. Um, and I, th- uh, I believe that. Well, let me ask. You. No, it was pancreatic. Well, I'll say I'll cancer. say this for off the show. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, have, I have a question, but I'll save that later. Um, um, no, I like I said, I, I remember seeing that. Obviously, she passed away, and there was a lot of, um, like there was just a lot of. You know, just uh, it, it, it's it's I'll say this. This is the only thing I can say. It's a little weird for me. And, and it it's not because of political party or like because I don't really have one. But I've always thought like I don't I don't remember a time. I'll say it this way. This is a good way to say it. I don't remember a time where. And maybe it's a bad thing that we never have, but I just don't remember a time where we talked about, like, politicians were so, I guess, praised or, like, like, I felt like they remembered her like they did Michael Jackson. Which, and again, maybe we should. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it was a bad thing. I It was just, to me, I was sitting there like, wow, like, like, I don't ever remember, you know, a Supreme Court justice being so talked about on their death. Now, maybe it's just because I've never paid attention. And, you know, now that social media is out there, like, everything is talked about. So that's that's a good possibility. But I just remember in when... It was very like, wow! Like I, I had never heard her name until she died. So I was, and then in in that time, it was like, that's all I heard for four days. So yeah, that's how it happens. Well, and and now you know the uh, United States has a Supreme Court. <laughs> well, welcome to the USA, Dustin. <laughs> I know, like, I, I'm sorry to everyone out there. I am so apolitical. Like, I, 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 I vote, but a couple of years ago, and I'm 32 years old, a couple of years ago, I did call my dad and say, who do I need to vote for? So, not not in the Trump election, but in the, the one before that. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, um, horrible, but funny. Right, because I, I just... I just don't, I just don't, I've never really, you know, I, I've always kind of looked at it. Trump is a little different because him being, you know, he's not a politician. So, um, whether he's you like him or you character. dislike him, he, he does things different than every politician that has, that I've ever seen. And before him, I just expected whether it was a Republican candidate or Democratic candidate, we were going to just, you know, everything that they said they were going to do, they weren't going to do, you know, because they have all these campaign um, campaign people that paid for their campaign that they have to, whatever they wanted them to, you know, do, that's what they were going to do, whatever side they were on. So, you know, you'd hear all the, all the, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And, and then, 
on either side, you'd never see it get done. So I, you know, in my mind, I was always just like, okay. <laughs> so, yep. but fair enough. And now, I, I mean, and I say all that to say, I, before I'm just totally ra- like wrung out by anyone, I, the, I absolutely, uh, you, if you're a veteran and you come into my barber shop, you're getting a discount and, I'm, I don't let any veteran um, come through without me thanking them for their service. So I, I'm extremely, in that way, I, I definitely appreciate, you know, my country and all of that. But I just have, when it comes to political issues, I, I need to be more involved, but I'm just not. All right. Well, um, we, this has been informative. We, we may, let me tell you. <laughs> we may just edit this out, and I'll, I'll just put the whole... You, so what do you think about the nope, Supreme nope. Court? And I just say, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, we're not going to do that because <laughs> I truly enjoyed everything you had to say about it. Um, You're as just like enlightening as it was. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, tr- trust me. These These systems are complex, and you can break them down into as as simple as you want, but there's always, there's so much more to it. And it's, right. it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I care. I, I care. And then sometimes I'm like, I, I just don't care anymore. Like just, just don't screw up things to the point of, you know, bringing us back to the stone age. Right. That's all I ask. That's all yeah. I request. Um, yeah. so let's move on. So what I was thinking is, um, do you like coffee? I or are you a coffee drinker? So why do I make everything so complicated? I am a major coffee drinker. I can't go a day without drinking coffee, and I have a funny story about that. I will tell if you want me to, but I have a feeling that you have something else you're wanting to to get with this so I won't tell it until you ask um but I'm not a coffee connoisseur I'm not somebody that only drinks you know coffee found in the rainforest of the Himalayas you know like or in the Himalayas I I, there's not a rainforest there is there that that's a mountain region isn't it I'm honestly not sure I think it is Um, so Gosh, people are to be like, this guy is an idiot. Um, but so I'm not that guy. That's like I I only drink it if it's you know pour over and it's it's some you know coffee bean that's found out in the middle of you know Timbuktu. But I am a like I I do I don't like to go very long without drinking coffee. Well, okay. So that that's great. So I do have a question for you then, since okay. you seem to be an avid coffee drinker. I myself do enjoy a nice um, hot cup of Joe. Uh, have you heard of a Kopi Luwak? No. Instruct me. So this is a coffee. Uh, so and, and this is from Wikipedia, right? It's like an incredibly like. What are some buzzwords here? Uh, gourmet. Um, artisan, um, mm-hmm. you know, fecal might be a good term for it. 
So from Wikipedia, it's a coffee that consists of partially digested coffee cherries, which have been eaten and defecated by the Asian palm survey. Yes. Which is a a cat of of some kind, some type of feline. I have Uh, heard of this. Cat poop coffee. Yes. I have heard, and I have heard from a... um, tying things together a a guy that comes into um our shop and he is a veteran um who has been overseas and had this this coffee where did you say it's from um i well it just says that it says it's mainly on the indonesian isles okay or islands so they're um Islands of the Philippines. Yeah. So there's, I, I, and I'm not exactly sure where he was at, but I know. It looks that, like it's also in Vietnam. Okay. That may. another thing. That may be where it was, but. But, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's probably served in a lot of places as, oh, oh, another good word, uh, a delicacy. Yes. I think, I think that that's a good fit for it. <laughs> yes. Um, but. This gentleman that comes into our shop, like I said, he's he has served time overseas, um, and he is uh, he. One day we were talking about this coffee, um, and you know I've heard people talk about it, but he was the first person that I've ever talked to that has tried the coffee, and he definitely um, he definitely felt like, he, or he told us that it was it was absolutely worth what everyone you know says he said it is so good despite how it's made yeah see like i i don't know like i I feel like i'd want to try it but i would want it to go by a different name (laughs) and i would want to be told that it's not what it is maybe like a week later or, or the next day like hey you know that coffee you had and how it was really good well, a cat pooped that out, and then it was processed in a way to make it edible by humans. And then I'd be like, huh. Well, my only counter to you, my only counter to that would be that if you think, are you a shrimp person? Yes. Okay. Do you know what shrimp is? Um, I don't, I don't really understand what you mean by that question, you- but... Why don't you so, tell me? Shrimp are considered to be the bottom feeders of the sea. Yeah, yeah, got to keep that sea clean. Right. So, without going into detail, I, I've always been the kind of person, and, and <laughs> I, I nothing really bothers me. Um, I, I, I've said it this way, and, and again, I'm, I'm just going to make friends with all kinds of people on this episode. I can already feel it. I can feel the backlash now. I have always said and that um, when, you know, you think about when you go over, you go to certain nations and eating a cow is so, you know, it's, that's a, it's almost hypocrisy. Um, Like, when I think about the fact that we eat cows and we eat pigs like like it's nothing um i th- i automatically think to myself 
if I can eat these animals that are pretty gross, um, and I don't think anything of it, then I probably can eat most other, um, most other animals that are just as gross. So, you know, like I, for example, this is a good example. I, I've never been deterred from certain buffets when I hear that they're serving cat meat. I, I just, it, it's not something that I'm like, man, that is a deal breaker. Because in my mind, like now if I taste it and I'm like, I don't like cat meat, then that's one thing. But I'm like, you know, there's, in our culture, pe- cats are pets, but in other cultures, they're not, and they're doing fine. No, that is not. <laughs> Don't eat fluffy. That is not how <laughs> we do things around here, all right? I'm sorry. There's a lot of things that other cultures do that are just part of their culture, but eating cats... Or dogs is universally incorrect. Uh, no. Um, I, I just... It is factually an incorrect thing to do. Is it? And you can make the same arguments for other animals. Um, I, well, I'm Speaking just... of that, I would personally like... If there was a way to make meat or... I don't know, just a tasty meat substitute even... That that emulates meat, you know, like the lab-grown meat. Like if that's something that can actually take off and 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 is either one of two things, you know, either more healthy in terms of the nutrients provided or just as healthy. All right, because obviously you could probably take some of the bad if you're genetically modifying something. You know, there's you could probably do it to a way to make it the best possible cut of meat but who knows like a, i mean I, I feel like it's still kind of early and who knows how that can turn out but if, if that can be something that really takes off and can start replacing eating actual animals i think that'd be great and i'd prefer that i because I, I mean i love a juicy steak yeah I, I mean i'm with you like even if it's lab grown as long as uh you know it tastes like a juicy steak you know i i I'm not, so I'm not a proponent of like, man, again, this is getting so quote unquote political yeah. in 2020. Um, I'm not like an advocate for, I'm like just unnecessarily killing animals. So, you know, but I guess my point is that I don't value animal, any animal over any other animal. Um, so to me, I've just always kind of operated under the, if I have a problem eating one animal, then I just need to have a problem eating them all. And I just don't, fundamentally. Um, so, you That's know, fair. if somebody... You just got to have a pet, you know, and, I've, then, and no, then you'll understand. See, I, I don't, I am not a pet person. I've had many pets. Um, and a, a goldfish, I, I don't think... Uh, you can count as the type of pet that we might be referring to. Uh, like, I had a pet cricket. All it did was squeak at night, and it made me mad, so I squished him. You know, like, we need some real pets in here. Oh, you know, Zach. Not saying that's not a legitimate pet, but it is... I mean, no, I mean, it's it's not a legitimate pet. I mean, it's 
You know, I wouldn't say keeping a spider and feeding it would be legitimate compared to, and really, it's all about the affection that you get in return. I guess, right? right? No, I, I, you're right. Because I, I will say though, actually, going on spiders, uh, I was watching this YouTube channel, and I can't. I can't remember exactly what, what the name of it was, but they had this Goliath tarantula, right? Like the largest mm-hmm. spider um, species, I believe. And yeah. uh, it was named, uh, I think it, it was a female that this this guy named Zilla. And um, like like Godzilla, I, I think, yeah. was, was the play there. And uh, it was actually a really sad video I don't know. It's just one of those weird recommendations you get like on YouTube Hmm. and like there was, it was just one about like some spiders and like they were just, it was like this guy and his wife and they're just kind of playing with, you know, like spiders. They just really like spiders and, Hmm. um, and, and it's huge. So it, it, it almost is like a pet, you know, when you think of like, you know, the size of something and you're like, Oh my gosh. And, uh, you know, he obviously knows how to handle them, and and they're they're not that aggressive, and you know, and then they're larger, you know, so it's not they're not like it's not just like a tiny little spider, right? That they're that they're messing with them, and the thing's huge. Um, but it died uh, in, in one of these videos. Like it, mm. it was, it was just like a you know, Zilla passed away or something. And it was actually really sad. Like the guy was really upset because he had had the spider for a while and he was just kind of showing like, you know, what had happened. I think, I think it was just old age, like the spider yeah. had passed away. But I, I like, I was like, man, like this guy had feelings for like this arachnid and it was even getting to me like watching it. Cause like he was just visibly, upset about losing this pet of his uh so so i'll say you know like i'm not saying that all i'm saying is that my opinions are factual and subjective <laughs> factual. you know <laughs> and subjective yep yeah well that's <laughs> and, and, that, and that i'm glad like that i feel sorry for the spider guy but here. <laughs> man no, and I'm not, yeah, I'm it's... not, so I'm not like anti-pet or I'm not like, I'm not somebody that goes around and says people that Shh. love their pets like. Shh. You know what that sound is, what? Dustin? That's the sound of like the shovel hitting the dirt as you're scooping it out, digging yourself a hole. <laughs> oh, I'm Digging I, that hole deeper and this deeper. This is what's great, because I, I. I don't care. I've always, I've never cared about the holes that I dig. I, I'm fine digging holes deeper and deeper. See, that's the thing. That's why I'm not political. That's why I don't care with the pet thing. Is that you have to actually be politically correct to care about those things. I'm not very. So that's. that's oh yeah, the yeah. What? What's all right? So what? What's what side of the political spectrum is pets on? Is that going to um, be a right or a left issue? I'd say it's a left issue. Maybe a center left, you know, like uh, yeah, only well, center left no, people would, I would love a cat. I would still put it. I'd put it the far left. I would. I would. Uh, okay. The we'll go because you know it's 
Man. We'll go like radical extreme, <laughs> like <You're> left wing <laughs> kind of style. I I would say I would say so. Um, all right, all right. W- which animals? Well, let's just do that real quick, okay? So, well, I think any animals. I think that. Um, which animals would the far far right enjoy then? Like, what would be? Well, how, now how would that I, I'm not saying there? that it's that like only let like people on the left have pets or love pets. I'm just saying that it's it. I, there's a lot more leftist vegans than than right vegans you know what i'm saying like it's it's one of those things where you know i i you're you're just stir i i again more things i would say off the podcast but uh out of respect to our audience (laughs) no no it's okay um dustin's uh uninformed um opinions everyone (laughs) You know, it's it's been a pleasure, Dustin. Uh, uh, man. What, what is something? Is there anything You're, else that this, this is what's funny is you somehow you have somehow got me political on a show that I said I'm not political on. So, hey, all I did was I just laugh at say a word I just laugh at both sides. And you, I, I, I pulled the starter and you and you and you just went. Yep. You just that engine just started and it's still going. I, I this is more me. I like I people. I'm good with pets, but so we had to, we had a situation, um, where when we had our baby, we had a dog, um, Petey, and he was a great dog, <clears throat> minus the fact that he was not a fan of children, ever. Um, he bought or he bit several children. Um, that, you know, we were the friends with or, you know, like people's children that came over. And so he, that was always a struggle with him. He just did not care for kids. And so the day that Kaylee got pregnant, um, something changed in him. He was, he became extremely disobedient, extremely. And it was, I mean, it, there was no, we, we tried everything we could. We we read we read what to do in those situations never could get it to change. And it just got worse and worse as she got more and more pregnant. Um, did everything by the book brought, you know, the baby clothes home. Um, <laughs> I came home just telling him one of these him, days, PD. you know, just, just did things that you're supposed to do. It didn't help. We brought the baby home. Um, and, you know, try. They say you know you're supposed to take the baby and like sit sit on the couch with the baby and then hold the dog, let the dog come up, sniff the baby, and you know a lot of times they end up becoming super protective of the baby. Well, in our case, he tried to lunge and bite our baby mo- a couple times, like he went nuts. Um, and from that moment on, he almost went through the window at that point. Because I, I had kind of already, it was kind of like one of those things where he just had become so unruly that I, you know, I was kind of already kind of just, my our, my patience was thin. Um, and, un, you know, unlike, and again, to, right, to each their own, I'm not somebody like, I loved the dog, he was important to me, he was not my son. 
So in that, you know, it it, it was an easy choice, baby or your dog. <laughs> and And, you know, for me, it was like we were going to have to literally, it was one of those things where, Kaylee would have to take the baby in our room and we'd let Petey out to run around. And then when we get, when we get in and we lived in a small apartment at the time we were, it was not a, uh, it was not ideal. You, you had been to that apartment before. So it's, you know, it was not an ideal place. We didn't have a backyard. We didn't have a big house where we could move him to the other side. So our answer was when we wanted to be out and sitting on the couch with the baby because he would lunge at the baby we had to lock him in this small laundry room, and we just knew it was not a good life for him. You would not believe how many people told me that I was cruel for separating him from his family. And I just remember being, like, and again, it didn't really Were mean, they being serious? They, or, oh, they or, were dead ironic. serious. They were dead serious. That, that... That he should be, like, I literally had one person make statements that implied he should be considered as much of a family member as the baby. And Mm. I don't think that that's what they literally meant if I would have asked them and called them on it. But what they were saying was, you, you should have made it work no matter what. And, and the fact of the matter was, is that we're just... You know, we it, making that work in that situation would have not been fun for us. It wouldn't have been a quality life for the dog. You know, we wanted we wanted him to have a quality life, so it was just the best decision for us. So after hearing that, like I said, it wasn't a big deal. I didn't care because, again, I'm somebody that it's my life, and I've never worried about those things. But that's. <laughs> It, it, hearing that, I was like, okay, like I those kind of people. I just if if you're listening out there and you feel that way, I, I'm sorry, but we're I just have never been someone that looks at. I just don't elevate animals to the same level as humans, and um, it seems like there are people out there that do, and uh, to each their own. But just don't tell me I have to too. That's the biggest thing. Don't tell me Fair enough. that I need I, I, to. I agree with that. You know, so that that was more. So I, I kind of, I laugh at the. I just kind of laugh secretly at that those people with that opinion, um, but I would never tell them that they're wrong. Just like I would hope they would never tell me that I'm wrong. So, you yeah, know. and see, like what kind of differs in my situation? So, like I have a dog, right. And um, if I remember Petey, he was a smaller pooch. Yeah, miniature schnauzer. Right. Yeah, so mine is a, a medium-sized dog. He's about 45 pounds. Um, he's a lab. And and they're just known to be extremely lovable and affectionate. And, right. And he, like, worships the ground my wife walks on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if she sighs out of frustration, like, he just cowers. Oh, wow. But, but, like, but like still, like, you know, like, kisses the ground that she walks on. You know, he just cowers in fear of the queen, but, like, <laughs> wishes to please her still, you know. Right. Like, what can I do to make this better, even if I'm the problem? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, go away. Okay, I'll do that. Um, yeah, that's it's awesome. it's it's kind of goofy, but but I mean he's a he's a very lovable dog, and you know we've had really good. <laughs> really, the only issue is like he likes to bark sometimes. He likes right. to bark whenever you know somebody knocks on the door. You know mm-hmm. he hears a noise. He's kind of like an alarm dog, and you know, with any alarm, there's a lot of false positives. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, like, because he, he's, you know, they're like, how do we turn the security system off? You know, like, stop, shut up. Yeah. You know, there's no mute button for him. I've been trying to get one installed, but <laughs> just hasn't worked out. No, no but, nuzzle uh, for you, or nozzle? Yeah. Is that uh, which muzzle? Uh, muzzle with an M. Yeah. There you go. So my son will just kind of stomp all over him, you know, and, and he'll just lay there, you know, cause, uh, you know, my, my son is obviously light and he, and he, like, he'll just kind of like, you know, lay against him at times and right. I make sure that he doesn't try to rip his ears off or whatever, you know, rip the dog's ears off. Cause you know, there, there's a point to where like, I'm, I, I'll understand if my dog tries to bite my son, you know, yeah. like t- trying to rip his ears off. You know, I'm not, you know, there's a, it's, it's a, I gotta be like, make, I gotta make sure that I don't allow him, my son to do that. Uh, you know, I'll just sit next to him and they'll, you know, he do, it doesn't last very long. Like right. he'll just go up to him and, you know, kind of smack the dog on the belly while he's laying down. Yeah. Then I'll go and play with the toys. But like, cause that's been my experience and, and thinking about just having to consider getting rid of him because of a compatibility issue would just be, uh, would be, um, very upsetting. Yeah. Well, and it was, I know that, you know, it was for us, like probably more so for my wife. Cause I, I honestly, I've, I had pets, I had dogs when I was real little. Um, did you guys get that dog together? So she have them. Well, and that I was going to say, so I had dogs when I was real little, but like, I just, I was somebody who wasn't totally interested in the upkeep of keeping, like taking care of a dog. And I I really think if you're going to be a pet owner, you need to be diligent and taking care of your dog. And I don't think it's for everyone. I feel like if you're somebody, and again, this was another thing that I said to people that and and I was told that I was cruel because I felt this way. I am not interested in taking like, you know, taking care of animals or you know ca- making sure that they're, you know, fed and and all that kind of stuff. Now, I'm not saying if I have one, which I did, I was very consistent in it and I was I, I, there was no way you know, Petey was taken care of. So let me get that straight. But <laughs> I what it was like it's not something that like if I never have another pet, I'm go, I'm going to live a happy life, you know. So it wasn't something I wanted the responsibility to do. And right I want to say 3 3 4 months before we get me and my wife um got married well no i'd say about six months before we got married her dad bought pd for her 
as a gift. And I remember mm. that night thinking, oh no. No. <laughs> like why? Didn't we talk about right. this and, right. before? Didn't didn't whenever I was asking his permission to marry, didn't I also state, <laughs> please don't buy her a little tiny dog? Right. Please. Well, and, and you know the I other ask. the other thing is like I'm I am the kind of person that if if my wife comes to me and she says you know what I want to get a dog for our daughter, I, there's not like I would be immediately today I'd say yeah let's do it, I I just. Because I always kind of look at things, and, and especially in relationships, and this is not just pets, this is anything. I, I've i always considered that I think in life, if, you know, especially in my marriage, if there's something that my wife desires with all of her heart or just really desires in general, I want to give it to her. Just, and especially... If it's something that I don't really like, I don't want a dog, but I'm not like just so overtly anti-dog that it matters. So if it's if it's super important to her, why wouldn't I? You know, why wouldn't I want to give her that? So you know, with me, I it's kind of one of those things like she could come to me tomorrow and say I, I want to have a dog for Anya, and I would be like. Yes. I mean, internally, I may think, uh, and she knows, she knows that I don't really want one, (laughs) but at the same time, you know, it, it, it was, which not, you know, not even to bring it into another, um, another conversation, but like, I remember, you know, when we were talking about having Anya, when we were talking about having kids, like, I mean, I'm 32, so I definitely... You know, if I was going to have kids, it needed to start, probably. So I wasn't, you know, really old, you know, when when the, when the it was time to play sports or, you know, do all those kind of things. Um, but, like, you know, it was one of those things, like, when we were initially talking about it, I wasn't, like, my goal was put a CD out travel trials travel doing music like that's what i i still haven't totally done that so that's what i was focused on and it's like you know children were not the biggest focus in my life and it was kind of like if i i want kids but i not so much like if we ended up not having them it's fine like it wasn't but i always told her i said the day you come to me and say that you want to have children is the day that I tell you, okay. And I've always been that way because I just feel like because it's more important to you than it is to me, I'm going to try my best to give it to you because there are things in my life that are that super... That means two things. Huh? I said that means two things. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, but no, I just, I've always felt like I want her likewise if there's things that are important to me that are that severely important and she's just one way or the other about, I would hope she would do, and she's always done a great job of doing the same for me. So anyway, the, the pet thing was it's, you know, again, she was so excited. She was, she loved the dog. So as much as I quote unquote, didn't sign up for it, um, 
I, I, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, ah, I, I'm definitely, you know, I will do the dog dad stuff. <laughs> um, I'll go buy toys for the dog and, and do all that kind of stuff. But I just was not, you know, I've just never been the, the, the pet person just on my own. If I lived by myself and I wasn't married, I would not have a dog or a cat or any animal. Let's put it that way. That's fair. Um, I mean, I, I've enjoyed having pets, although, I don't know, I, I think it's, I also think it's just fine, like, if you don't, if you don't want to have a pet, you know, like, that's cool, too, you know? Right. Like, well, I, I think appreciate that's responsible. That. <laughs> and know? that's, I've always said, like, you know, I enjoy being doing things like this, you know, being on my computer, doing a podcast, playing video games, uh, working on music. I, my attention is so spread. So it's like, is it smart for someone like me to get a dog and th that I'm not going to pay attention to, you know, that I'm not really, I don't want to take time out of a busy day to take yeah. my dog on a walk. You know, then I'm gonna dread and like hope for the end of its existence every right. single day. Right, and so to me, I've always said like it's not that I'm against them or I think you know, but the notion I was having a good day until I came into yip 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 right. yip, and so and it's just an extra responsibility. That was the biggest thing, you know. I've always joked that I had a kid from the moment I was married. You know, because we couldn't go out of town without getting some a sitter, you know, someone to come let the dog out. We we couldn't, you know, there was just things, like, there were literally times where I would want, me and Kaylee would go do something, and I'd want to do something else. And my, my wife would say, but Dustin, we the dog has been inside by himself all day. I just remember thinking... Well, he's a dog. Exactly. That's the way I looked at it. And I know that there's people that are like... How dare you? He's a, they're pretty much human, you know? <laughs> but, like, I yeah. just looked at it like there were times where it was a chore for me. And because and it, the, the chore was not worth the reward um, for me personally. So that's why I say if I were single and and had never been married, I would have not had a dog. But, um, but more than I didn't necessarily want pets, I, I love my wife. And so... Uh, she wanted a dog, and so she. And if today, um, it, something's going on in the other room. So if she's actually listening to this, and she were to come in here and say, "I want another dog," she would get another dog. But hopefully, but we're hoping she's not listening because <laughs> right. we don't want that, right? Right. Now, now I'll now I'll say like with my dog, like you know, I, uh, you know, I. I love my dog and I like including him in family events. And, you know, I wouldn't say that I consider him like a, an actual son. Right. But a valued member of, of my family, you know, like I, and that's, that's great. I like him to, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, I, I definitely think that there's a distinction. Like, um, it would never be a hard choice to pick over, between my dog and my son. Right, you know? of course. And I don't think those people, if they're, if if by chance any of them listen, which I doubt, but if by chance they were listening, I, I don't think they were saying that either. 
I think more than anything, right, right. they were saying being a little hyperbolic. But but I I do know you what sh- you mean. Just you very should strong work extra feelings. hard to make it. You know that kind of thing. You should work really yeah. hard to make make that work. And and I'm like, you know, in that moment, I'm like, I, I don't really want to work extra. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why can't I just chill? And, and you know what? And that's that's where like getting a cat kind of helps because right, you're right. You know, eighteen hours of the day. Oh, she she's sleeping in the chair, All right? And, and and then okay, it's time to eat, and that's about it. Which I've been told that, and then my response has always been, "Well, then what's the point in the cat?" <laughs> well, for the like five to ten minutes of petting and mm. and um, cuddling, they want. But is that just something you have to do or something you want to do? Uh, Well, it depends. Like, I enjoy it. Okay. Like, I'll be at my desk. She'll be right next to me, and I'll just be like... Because we have a little little thing for her to lay in. And I'll give her a couple scratches. She'll kind of look at me Mm -hmm. and give me a meow of thanks. Um, And then I do it again, like, probably once every hour. Because she's right next to me. You know, and then at around 5 a.m., she starts, like, mm-hmm. pawing at me because, oh, I'm hungry now. And I'm like, oh, my God, feed yourself. Well, let me just say, if if there's anyone still listening to this after these ramblings, um, <laughs> I see, I'm not a just a totally, like, I'm not just a person that has no... Uh, no, no, no. What? No. No, don't. Loving don't try to change your image. I, it's already I, set. See, that's, I'm that way with just my daughter. Like, I, I can't keep my hands off of her when I see her. So that's me. And because I have my daughter, I'm, I'm like, I, again, I'm not saying that you don't love to cuddle your son. I know you do. Wow. Um, you love your daughter? <laughs> Jeez. But I'm just saying, like, I get that whole fulfillment personally in just having it, just cuddling with my baby, and 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 so I'm just like, you know, I don't need a a pet to have affection with. I got this little girl. So anyway, yeah. again, I'm just saying. And I that's get that. Me. I mean, you're a better person, you know. Big deal. Um, well, we all know, hey, that. everyone, Dustin, the better person. Uh, <laughs> You know, he, is, he thinks that the name of this podcast is terrible be... and, and probably on the far right if they think animals are the same as their son. <laughs> uh, this yeah, is going to be the podcast. That's, it, we're going to call it Tee Up. It's going to be Zach teeing Dustin up in, in. Yeah, and Dustin just taking it every time. <laughs> every time. Hitting home runs every single time. Man, just oh, was that one a foul ball? I don't know, but it went into the stands. Yep. Doesn't matter what I throw at you. You're just you're all over the place with these. <laughs> no, no, it's okay though. Um, I, I suppose from here we should move on to our last topic. And okay, you know, I, maybe you should choose this one because all the ones that I've chosen have just been <laughs> ended badly, not working in your favor. And, and I apologize for that. It was not. It was not done intentionally. <laughs> you just didn't expect me to have the answers I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that we were on the same team, and you know, well, you we're, know, we're about the the only such, team that we're on is we both breathe air. 
Yeah, I guess so. And you know, in 2020, that means we can't even talk to each other. So maybe we should just end the show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, uh, I, I wasn't totally prepared, but um, I, I think I have a good idea here. So, as as everybody knows, I'm a musician. Um, I have uh, I've played music my whole life. I, I've got to play music and make some recordings with many of my friends over the years. Um, and, but what listeners of our OTM radio may not know um, is that actually myself and Zach have spent some time in the, uh, in the recording studio, as they say, together. And so in doing that... Um, I just, there's two times in particular, and I just thought it would be fun to reminisce and talk about um, a couple of those times that we have recorded some music together. So, I want to start. Um, do you remember the first time that you helped me on a song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what that song was? <laughs> um, it was a birthday song, right? It was. So, basically, um, I was there was a there was a, I was in Bible school and uh, I was I was dating this girl at the time, and uh, and it was her birthday and. I wanted to um I honestly like as a girl that isn't your wife. It, it she is not. I did not know my wife at this time. But I uh <laughs> I swear. <laughs> no. I I have the timeline. I have I have certificates to prove it. Um <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah. we I I remember yeah, yeah, like what was it like 5 years be, or Five to seven years before you even got married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this was this would have been two thousand seven or eight, probably two thousand eight, and I got married. I met my wife in two thousand ten, and we were married in two thousand fourteen. So um, it was at least two years before, if not three years before, I even met my wife. Um, but um, basically, and I and I don't. I mean, I. The reason we did it, I don't even think my wife would be jealous about this. I completely did not get my girlfriend at the time a birthday present. So I thought last minute, and if you remember correctly, this song was so short. Um, I basically wrote a birthday song. Um... And and I, I still remember like I could I could honestly I could still play it today and sing it today, um, but I I wrote it and then I had my uncle Nathan, my aunt Karen and my mom come and at, to the church and they harmonized and we sang this song and recorded it and it was the cheesiest birthday song ever, but the best part and and I have since. 
I actually have since deleted this recording, so I wish I had it to play for every all the listeners. But my but what the main reason I want it is because of your like your intro on the song. And basically for those that you don't know, DJ Khaled did not do it first. It was definitely <laughs> Zach. Um I I still remember you just setting up the song and uh it was it was wonderful. Uh, but my fa- the whole reason for bringing up this story was remembering that I, I didn't we were doing this at the church and I didn't have a mic stand if you remember that was tall enough because the mic stand that I had was broke and you <laughs> yeah so I just remember as we're as you're recording your part for this, the mic keeps dropping, and because you were trying to be a pro, and instead of like stopping, like okay, I can't work like this. This isn't working. You would, <laughs> you were like literally following the mic down <laughs> to try to, to stay that. in there, and you were like bending over to try to make it because, and I. I think finally I went and got some duct tape and tried to duct tape it up. But I just remember, like, you weren't going to stop the take. You were trying to do it and not have the tape, you know, us waste time. And so, like, you would literally bend over trying to make sure you were still in it. It's it's one of my favorite memories ever. But I wanted to bring you – I wanted to ask you um, about that experience. And was that your first time in the recording studio? Yeah, I'd say uh, that was that was my only time. <laughs> oh, it wasn't your <laughs> in only that recording time. Recording studio. We, well, yeah, it was the only time in that recording studio, which was the drum cage at my church. It wasn't your only time in the recording studio. We will get there later. Um, yeah, yeah, but but I, yeah, I I definitely enjoyed that. Um, it was a very interesting request, and it was one that I you know I did it for you. You know, I you did. Um, I and I appreciated it because it was definitely a um <laughs> it definitely was a super cheesy recording as I said um I remember just saying I don't even I, the only line I remember telling you to say was will you please put in there I'm bringing you this song signed sealed delivered from you or from yeah or yeah something like that and it was because i had just listened to sign sealed delivered and so i was like oh this is gonna be great like (laughs) and it was oh it was it was only great because you did it it like it was terrible writing on my part but it i still to this day when i when uh i remember the first time I, I broke up with that girl. I deleted the song because I was so, you know, it's kind of one of those old fashioned throw it in the, you know, throw all their stuff in a bonfire type thing. That was me. I just, <laughs> all my of these memories, preferable digital bonfire. I deleted the song. Um, but I wish I would have just cut out the beginning or like re recorded the vocals and just took the girl's name out of it so that I could use it just as an heirloom to 
a great time because I, I just remember that being so funny. Um, and you just nailed it. It was like, like, yeah, you, it was like an R&B style, right. like birthday song, you know, I'm like, hit it, D. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I was going to ask you, do you remember the punchline? Oh, was gosh. The best punchline. Just with that monumental voice, just hit it. D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All one tone. Oh man. And and I will say I definitely remember showing it to other friends and uh they definitely just not my my Bible school friends didn't know you and so they heard your voice and they thought you were just your natural voice they thought you were trying to almost like in a way sexualize it. And so when you said hit it D they took that to mean something <laughs> totally different. <laughs> oh gosh! Um, you just have you know you just have that voice. Um, like this, this is a uh, giving me goosebumps, right. Dustin. You gotta. It was honestly, I, 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 I really, I shouldn't have brought it up because I'm never, I can't reproduce it. There was one. I mean, we could redo the song, um, but the original recording is it is lost in digital. You know, lost in the empty trash can somewhere out in the ether. So, um, I, I'm so never sad. gonna. Be able to, I know it. It is to me one of the most sad things because it's still it's one of my favorite times. But more importantly than that, there is a song out there that I pull up from time to time and I listen to. Um, <laughs> And it's it's honestly one of my favorites because, um, and I we're not going to play it. I would play it today. We're not going to because it was a gift from Zach to his wife, and um, so I, I that that's something if he ever wanted to release, he could do. Um, until then, it is just a gift from Zach to his wife. But we got to record you singing to your wife and I love the track still to this day. And I, um, I remember doing like creating some background vocals on it and just like, it was just cool. Cause I got to just go in and have some fun creating some background stuff. And, and you just, you nailed it too. It was so good. And, and thank you. And so I just wanted to know how, how did that go in all these years? And I know this is something we could do off the show, but I I want to know how did that go over? How uh, how did your wife enjoy her song? Oh, um, so uh, for me, I'll just start off by saying it was uh, kind of nerve wracking. You know, my first uh, you know uh, single. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it would cover, but. You know, my only cover that I've that I've ever done, and and I knew that she would like it, but it was uh, I, I just don't sing, and as you can imagine, he's got a great voice though. Everyone, um, this talking well, we'll voice, see. he's got he's got a great singing voice. See, I like I appreciate it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like, yep. Thank you. That's, you know, that's about where I stand with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but uh, of course she loved it. Yeah. 
you know, and then that, and that was the most important part and it was for her, but like just making it, you know, I'm just sitting there like, uh, you know, I'm like, Oh man, I'm, I'm not, you know, am, am I doing this right? Uh, this is awkward. I'm just singing into this glass cage or little box area. Um, cause you know, like Dustin had his, he had a studio set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, to best capture all the vocals. Right. And I was like, hey, uh, you know, you, you can do that, like, that robot voice thing to me, you know? Do, do a little <laughs> auto-tune in there. He's like, no, no. We're not doing this. Now we have never actually had that conversation, but... Um, <laughs> but still, like, uh, I'm, I'm just sitting there, and, you know, I, I'm my own worst critic, and I didn't, you know, it's just like, hey, baby, you know, here you go. This This is for you, and... Yeah, she went all crazy for it, and um, you know, was just like uh, about passed out. You know, just in I don't know how to explain the emotion that she felt, but it was just this overwhelming sense of emotion uh, when she was hearing it, and kind of like I felt like there was a sexual lust kind of emanating from her as well. Mm. Like she was, she was a, uh, you know. This I felt like she was highly attractive to me, <laughs> or, or like I rather the other way around. Like I like she was highly attracted to me. Yeah. Is, is what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. Gonna have to cut that one out. <laughs> so uh, you can stop. Oh the yeah, story she, she, there. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like the tables have turned. Dustin. Yeah, I mean, digging myself over here. I definitely didn't here. expect a, a visual, but you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, she, she was just like, uh, you know, um, I don't know, it was pheromones, uh, uh, whatever, whatever things that, you know, happen that just make opposites attract, you know. Uh, anyways, it was a great night, and I was very thankful that I could use, um, your studio to facilitate that. I, I'm speechless. Ryan is going to hear this podcast and he's going to be like, I'm never leaving you two again. <laughs> yes. Um, no, that's awesome. I, I really, um, I, maybe someday if it would be awesome to let maybe just the, the most loyal are, ROTM radio listeners here, maybe a snippet or two of that song. But um, again, that's up to Zach um, and his wife. Obviously, they, um, it was definitely. I might tease them with just a little clip. Yeah, that, that would be nice. Who knows? Um, it was definitely, Don't it, that was, it. that was super fun. I always love, um, I, I don't do a lot of producing because it's just such a, one, I don't have a ton of good ideas, so I, I'm selfish and I like to keep them for myself. Um, but when I have good ideas, that is, um, which is very few and far between. But I do enjoy like those kind of just friends of mine that have asked me over the years to to record um, to record certain things and and then you know just getting to do it. And it's just I was really pleased with that. Um, and you, you're right. It was a com- uh, a cover, so we, you know, the music and stuff was all 
a pre-recorded soundtrack and we just recorded some vocals over it. But I was really proud of the vocals at that point. Um, you know, at, at that time, I didn't have a lot of equipment. I didn't have a lot of plugins. So I, I yeah, felt it sounded like, great. I felt like for uh, for what limited I had, I just felt like I was really. I remember being really proud of it. It was one of those things where I was like, I want to post this and show it off, but I. It was a literally. It was a gift, and I don't know if it was a birthday gift or it was a you know, anniversary gift or whatever it was. But I just remember, like you know, it wasn't my. Definitely was not my place to to post. So. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. So, um, I have one more question and then I guess we can wrap this show up. Um, answer. So, and, and I, I guess my topics are all reminiscing because, uh, you know, we've just been friends for so long. Um, but I just, and I, I know your memory is great. So I want to leave the podcasters today the podcast listeners today with um, with a motto to live by and um, if you would do the honors if you if you remember one day, one time you came and visited me in St. Louis when I lived there uh, you and Mike McCoy and uh, Luke Murray and I think my brother even came and stayed with me which I will let me just say I think could be one of the greatest memories I had in all of my Bible school tenure. <laughs> is my, I mean, is I traveled the world playing music. I say the world. I traveled the country playing music, not the world. But I I met a ton of people. Um, but I can tell you, in that time, I you know it was. Uh, I you know was just going through some stuff around that time, and uh, I know not to get too you know like I guess to get too uh, personal or whatever. But I know in that moment or in that time frame, uh, I just didn't really know who I could trust up at school. There was just a lot of interesting things going on, um, <laughs> and I really needed. A weekend like that with four guys, four of my best friends of the world who I could just trust to, no matter what that didn't know all that was going on and I, if I remember correctly I think one night I just sat there and talked to you guys about what all was going on and it was, it was extremely helpful for me um, but more than anything we just stayed up all night playing Halo and you guys kept me up all night when I had to go to class the next morning um, and you guys... <laughs> slept the entire time I was in class, which I'm sure was great. Um, it was perfect time. But if you remember, and I, I want to leave, I want to leave the listeners with this this motto to live by. There was there was a there was just a theme statement that you made that became literally the phrase of the week, and ha- is still quoted today by the rest of the guys that were in that room. We still say this phrase over and over. And I'm curious <laughs> if you remember what the phrase was. Uh, yes, I do. I just punched you in the face with a rocket. 
Yes, you did. And on that note, may your best yesterdays be your worst tomorrows. And remember, don't shake the mic.